Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? If you are looking for a conversation that's going to be absolutely epic, if I can just change tabs here, an absolutely epic conversation around highly engaging and relevant discussion focused on cybersecurity entrepreneurship, covering topics from how to start a business to challenges that entrepreneurs encounter to strategies for effective problem solving, then you are in the right place. This is Cyber Starters. Now, this is a particularly special episode as we are doing a retrospective of season one. I'm going to bring in my good man, Ryan Lervik. Ryan, co-host of Cyber Starters. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great, Jerry. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Um, so this particular episode is, you know, I guess the bonus episode of the season. Uh, we did full eight episode seasons. Shout out to ACI Learning for sponsoring exclusively season one. Uh, we appreciate that, and we will be running their ad reel at the mid-roll just to say thank you and let them know that we appreciate them. What I would ask all of you, hey, Real Bilbo and Amadou Ba, what I would ask of you as we're going through this today is if you have any feedback, if you have any comments, if you have any constructive criticisms, don't be shy. Do share it in chat. We're not here to troll each other and say you suck. But we are try here to say, hey, you know what would make season two better? You know what I liked from season one? You know what I didn't like from season one? That's really uh, the discussion. So I've got a whole bunch of different categories we can go through. But before we tear into uh, season one and rip it apart, Ryan, what do you say? Wouldn't it be nice to do a little walk down um, you know, memory lane, if you will, and revisit what we did season one and kind of share some, some I guess, I don't know, wins or, or favorite things? That, that that happened? Yeah, 100%. Right, yeah, so let's, it, it's, let's do it. Yeah, well, also, Ryan, opening thoughts. <laughs> I always have opening thoughts. Um, it, what's interesting, like looking back on it, right, there's all these like hand wavy things that we do. And like when we're in the tech space, we're like, we hand wave management. In the management space, we hand wave some stuff with tech. And what's interesting about like looking back on the season is like we really kind of pulled out some of the pieces you can't really hand wave. I mean, some of the stuff you can, but in management, right? But some of the, a lot of stuff you can't. So uh, yeah, I'd like to kind of walk through and, and kind of pull out some of the things that we kind of learned over uh, over the season. So right? absolutely. And like I said, I'll, I'll bring this up uh, to everybody, but uh, I want to cover content creation and planning, production and technical quality, and then audience engagement, marketing, and guest list. Okay. A lot of great people in the community, but we're here to help you, the viewer more than anything. So we want to make sure it goes well. So here is season one. You can grab this entire season absolutely free on your audio podcast app of choice or on YouTube. I'll drop a link here in chat for y'all. Um, let's zoom in really quickly and revisit what we did. So we started season one, uh, coming right out the gate with Derek Christick. And this was the grit episode, if you recall, Ryan. And uh, you had kind of chose the grit episode as a concept. Can you, you know, I guess take us back and, and kind of share why you wanted the grit episode to kind of launch the show? Yeah, it's always a good way to start, right? Because we always have great ideas, right? And like, but when you're launching a business, you always think, all right, like, here's the plan, or maybe you don't have a plan, or you've got um, the idea of how things are going to go. And the one thing that usually gets overlooked is like, the ability of just to stick with it, right? As long as it's going well. And that requires grit and basically tenacity, right? Um, because it's not going to go the way you expect it to go. And it seemed like a good way to start the season, especially from Derek's point of view, um, because he addresses a lot of the problems that you, you're going to hit when you get started. And, and one of the big ones there was the strategy of vision between product and services. Like not all companies can do a product and a service at the same time. And he kind of demonstrated through sticking with it and like connecting with your customers and listening to the market. He was able to successfully do both um, where a lot of others just haven't for a variety of reason and, and grit and tenacity seem to be, you know, part of that equation. So it seemed like a good way to start the, the season. Absolutely. And uh, our, our best performing episode of the season. So great way to start and kick off. Uh, our second guest was Ben Johnson. Now, Ben was the founder of Carbon Black, which you may be well familiar with, a uh, major company in the space. He did exit that company. And um, this was the starting the startup episode. While all of our guests were excellent all season, uh, to me, the Ben Johnson episode really stood out uh, among the others. Um, just because of the sheer amount, uh, him and uh, Alyssa Knight's uh, episode, the sheer amount of like best practices, knowledge bombs, 
tips, tricks, and and, and everything that Ben gave us uh, was phenomenal. Um, he he had said, you know, um, high or slow, fire fast. Uh, that was one of his key things. And we were really talking about starting the startup. We did choose the organization of the podcast for the season deliberately, kind of trying to flow on uh, challenges that you may encounter on your own entrepreneurial journey. Um, so that that was definitely good. Uh, any any uh, favorite points or key things, uh, Ryan? Because you're the one who had the connection with Ben. Yeah. So it really does sort of doubling down on sort of grit, right? Sort of really, he kind of teased out the entrepreneurials for you, right? It's like, okay, like solve the problem the way you see it better than what's what other people are doing out there. And if you can do it and get the vision to do it, like go for it. It really feels like, you know, coming off of the heels of, you know, Hey, look, this is going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. If you stick with it, you still have a good idea. Go. On the other side of that horizon is this like, look, if you're solving a problem, no one else is, you're going to have to keep going. And he kind of pulled a lot of that out from the entrepreneurial spirit. So it's kind of nice to have from a cyber starters standpoint, right? <laughs> like, yeah, keep going even in the face of, uh, even in the face of a lot of challenges. Yeah, definitely. Moving on a little, a little bit quicker here. We had uh, season uh, episode three with Ian Garrett over at Phalanx talking about time and really, um, you know, actually, I was going to kind of start speeding through the rest of the episodes, but I got to tell you what, the time one, uh, to me, time is my most valuable asset. It's probably the same for many other people here who are with us. And Ian really had some interesting perspectives on how to manage time thinking. He said he breaks his year up into thirds. He breaks his day up into thirds. Uh, you know, if you have a crappy, you know, you spill coffee on yourself and you, you blow the uh, investor meeting. Well, that's just your morning. Don't worry about that. Focus on what you can do great um, in the second third of your day or the third third and and kind of move on. So uh, I loved that. Um, any thoughts on time, Ryan? No, I think you nailed it. But it is ironic that you say, I was going to speed through this, but let's spend a minute on the time episode. <laughs> I know, I know. It is true, but it's just, yeah. it's, it, it hits for me personally. It resonates just because um, I have so little time and I try to do so much with the little time I have. That's right. Um, yeah. So continuing on, you know, we did the bootstrapping episode. This was with uh, Grace uh, over at Pulse Diver around investing in yourself and, and kind of the challenges and decisions with that. Uh, Paul Amy from Soteria gave us the Own It episode, really empowering yourself and empowering any staff you have into innovating. Um, avoiding gotchas. Now this was, if I'm not mistaken, this was the Ryan and Jerry uh, episode where we were the ho uh, the hosts and the guests, Ryan, and basically just sharing some pitfalls. We did share a, a, a special note. If you missed that episode, we did share a artifact that you can download for yourself of like resources and best practices for cyber entrepreneurship that you should absolutely take advantage of. So go for season one, episode six and learn from our mistakes, basically. Um, Episode seven was funding your startup. So as much as the bootstrapping one was one way of getting funding, Allie Knight showed us how to go talk to VCs and go, go talk to angel investors and get that cash, get that money. And then we rounded the season out with Heath Adams, a great anchor to the end of the season, TCM Academy's own. And uh, he was talking about people and Heath's very big on people over profit. Uh, he's made these uh, demonstrations quite publicly. Um, and he, you know, he's a man of his word. So um, he, he, he said such honest things as he's fired himself from hiring, you know, being really self-aware and mindful. Uh, so, you know, it, it really isn't about like, oh, I'm the CEO and I get to have the big corner office and the cushy parking spot. And like, I'm all, all important. No, like successful entrepreneurs really do, um, put in the work and, and such. So that's going to round out season one, Ryan, any final thoughts on season one, uh, you know, holistically about the episodes before we get into retro? No, go back and listen to the ones that make sense. One thing on Ian or Heath rather that made a lot of sense. If you're interested in, you know, identifying your work love language, that'd be a good episode to listen to. Oh yeah. That was that's actually, good. that's such a great point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go watch that episode. If you want to realize how to reward your staff and incentivize and motivate your staff in a way that actually resonates with them instead of a way that you think resonates with them. Uh, great point, Ryan. Um, I do want to point out, starting to get into the retrospective, um, you'll notice that our thumbnail and artwork changed. Uh, we started with this one right here and then halfway through the season, uh, the very talented Kimberly can fix it. 
who's in chat right now, uh, stepped in and applied her uh, graphic artist skills. And we got a new thumbnail. I think the new thumbnail looks really good. Ryan, uh, thoughts on it? Love it, Kimberly. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. If you have any thoughts on the thumbnail, definitely drop them in chat. Uh, help, happy to hear. Uh, the, the kind of idea here is that it's Ryan and I, and then the sponsor is right there uh, next to the Simply Cyber logo and the Cyber Starter. So that's definitely good. All right, so let's dig into some retrospective stuff here, okay? Um, and I, I can do some chats if you want, but the first category I wanted to talk about was content creation and planning, a category that really focuses on uh, generating ideas, planning episodes, creating content. So I wanted to ask you, Ryan, and ask the greater Simply Cyber community, you know, how effective uh, was our process on selecting topics for the season and did they resonate with you? Ryan and I can talk, or Ryan, please share with the community what our approach was um, for the brainstorming of the different episodes and our strategy for the season. And then chat would love your thoughts on that. So Ryan, um, please. Nice. Yeah, I think this is helpful for anybody thinking about doing this, but also listening uh, to this particular show. It's always helpful to sort of take a retrospective view. And that's what we tried to do. Say, all right, when we close season one, what do we want to have talked about? And so what we did was we came up with this sort of general list, uh, you know, kind of crowdsourced a little bit of like, what would people want to know, right? Got a, got a general list in categories and then brought in our, our guests and said, look, wh which one of these, if any, would you want to talk about? And then if there's another one that's not on the list, what would you like to talk about? And that really, one, it gets the ball rolling, but it really sort of brings out the, hey, this is the area that I really want to talk most about. And it fits. So you can sort of take this view of like, all right. When we end the season, have we covered enough that would be useful for you all listening about like, oh, look, these are the things that people talk about or don't talk about in terms of starting a business. And, you know, you get to meet people that have sort of been there and, you know, and done it. So that was the theory going into it. You know, practice, it kind of landed that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'd love to hear thoughts on what we missed and um, what would be interesting for next season. Yeah. So, so just to recap what Ryan said, you saw when we showed all the lists, we had the, the grit episode, the time episode, the people episode. We were thinking, what are functional capabilities of, uh, of, of an entrepreneur's journey? And how, how does that, those particular areas resonate with the guests that we had lined up? So Heath, obviously, very people's very important to Heath, the way he treats people. So the people episode made an obvious uh, a resonating for him versus saying like, Heath, let's talk about the bootstrapping episode, right? So that was our strategy for that. Personally, I'll give my thoughts and then chat. If you have any thoughts, definitely drop them in there. For me personally, I think this idea is great. I think as a guest, when you're bringing in a guest, they want to feel excited about the conversation. They want to feel like they're contributing their time in a valuable way. So I think um, connecting with them in a way that uh, resonates with them personally is highly effective. I do like the idea of having kind of a framework for what season two could look like or what season one did look like and allowing the entrepreneur to kind of plug in how or how they see fit on that. So maybe for season two, Ryan, um, if you want, we could do one of two ways and I'll throw a poll in chat if you all want this. Uh, one of two ways, we could just, get a list of guests that people want to hear from. And then we could talk to the guest and say, Hey, what is it that you'd, you'd feel most important to share with, um, with the audience? Or we could lay a career, uh, uh, entrepreneur journey roadmap across eight episodes and then ask the guests, which episodes they feel would, you know, they'd want to plug into. You do get into some challenges though, where like maybe this person wants to talk about people, but none of the, the, the people time slot doesn't really line up with their schedule. So we're going to have to punt on that. So there are a lot of constraints with that particular approach. Personally, I, I kind of like the idea of just running with it um, and saying, hey, what do you want to talk about from an entrepreneur's perspective and allow them to kind of drive that? It's a lot more flexible as well. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see what the poll says. Um, Going in, I would say what we're what we're really trying to do here is for for everybody and the listeners, like pull out the things that you don't always read about because you can you know you can search on almost anything or read almost anything that says like hey here here's how to you know sort of start a business and the fundamentals are always there. What's great about this is like you're we're, we're introducing you to people that have done it 
been there on a particular topic that we can deep dive and you can ask questions around, which you don't always get from, you know, other conversations. At least that's what we're trying to do. So kind of going and thinking, it feels like, you know, have a range of topics that might be there, but I would, I would suspect in from this up from this season that almost everybody has a good sense of something that's been dry, that that's made them successful or helped them throughout all of them, right? And, and, and some of the most rich episodes, well, they were all rich, quite frankly, were the ones where they either picked from us or had ones like, yeah, like tenacity. Let's talk about that because, you know, and what, and what's interesting is everybody, every single guest could have spoken to almost any of these topics, but there's always one that's like a personal favorite or one that stands out. Um, so I think that's a great approach to sort of, you, you, you want the personalization of it because everybody's got stories from, you know, their own experience and and largely when you're starting a business you're really sort of listening to as many people as you can to see what they've gone through so you don't go through the same thing so maybe that's the right approach right is sort of you know which ones which ones uh you know do you think but anyway interested to see what the poll says yeah no it's good i got a poll going right now there's two choices right um and kimberly's saying that uh, uh amish runaway's got some ideas that i'm trying to uh put my head around uh, but market market it as a topic, but pick someone who can speak to it. Um, so th I think that kind of structures is the second option in the poll right now, which is structure and find guests to plug. And if you're watching on LinkedIn, uh, you have to be on YouTube, Simply Cyber's channel in order to participate in the poll. Uh, ad hoc by guest choice is um, is the one that we're talking about where the, you know, we just talked to the guests, what gets you passionate. Structure and find guest is the one where we have an overarching theme for the season and, and each episode and then we find entrepreneurs and plug them in uh for that okay it seems we've got um we've only got six votes so i and, we, and there's 28 30 people in chat right now so we're going to need at least 15 votes uh so we can get quorum on this um i also saw a note in here um that real bilbo is running a business in the msp space and would like to see cyber matt lee or another msp minded entrepreneur mm -hmm. Uh, that's a great, that's great. I have, you know, I'm friends with uh, Cyber Matt Lee, so um, I can definitely ask him. And this is, uh, this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of feedback I want. Like yeah. it's work doing this is work. So like, I wanted to have value for the community, right? Like I'm not just doing this so I can like, you know, be on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And that's the great question too. So real Bilbo, great ask. Cause the reality here is like, who do you want to speak to or who do you want to hear from about particular topics? I mean, that's another way of looking at it as well, um, because one, you know, everybody's got their own personal journey. And for most entrepreneurs, they love to help uh, in a way. So, yeah, if there's anybody in particular that you'd love to hear from, you know, put it out there, put it in the chat or put it in the, yeah, I guess chat, not the poll. Um, and, you know, we can uh, we can reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quick shout out to Kathy Chambers. Uh, season one was sponsored by ACI Learning. Uh, we coordinated with Kathy Chambers on that opportunity. So a uh, special shout out to mm -hmm. Kathy. And we will be running the ACI Learning promo in 10 minutes, Kathy. So uh, I know you got class to go to. But yes, drop it in chat right now. If if there's guests that you would like to see or hear, or, or I might add, if you have a problem, right? If you are an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, what is the problem that you have? Like, what's the immediate issue in your face? Tell us what that is. And then we'll go find people who have solved that problem and bring them to you. That's what we're doing up here. Exactly. Yeah. And a good example of that is Real Bilbo just asked, like, mergers and acquisitions, right? That's a big deal. So if you're in that space and that's a topic, right, like, ask us and we can figure out, you know, who might be, who might be there or not. Because when you look at stuff like M&A, for example, like, either you're being acquired or you're merging. Right. So you're yeah, or, or the other way to say this, you're either being acquired or you're acquiring. And there's a lot of different facets there. So that would be that could be a couple episodes, you know, depending on the topic or the, the, the reach of the topic. But that's a perfect example. There's problems that you're trying to solve and want to know more about it that you just can't seem to get. And, you know, somebody who's been through it on, you know, uh, content related to it, like this would be a great forum for them. I love it. All right. So we're going to end the poll right now. Structure and find guests to plug into it. So. Uh, that'll be a new approach for our season two. A uh, little bit more work on our plate, Ryan, but I think I think it'll be good. Uh, plus, it'll give us the ability to um, effectively market the entire season up front because we can say, hey, we're going to be talking about these topics this season. Um, so uh, 
I'm just taking some notes here. So can you, yeah. uh, can you like jazz hands or Good. talk while I Here's, do this? Yeah, actually, I'm going to pick one out of the chat. So uh, Amish Runway, like who's your target audience stock? I imagine you mean sort of like the target market. We did cover that a little bit um, in two episodes, both Ben Johnson's talk from Obsidian uh, on entrepreneurship. And then um, I think it was also um, uh, Ali Knight's talk. So that's a big one, like knowing your target. In fact, during almost each one of the episodes, there was a discussion about like understanding your customers and discussing, you know, trying to solve the problem that they're trying to solve for. Right. And that's a big piece of, that's really what marketing is. Like who are the people, what do you, who are you trying to go after? Right. Where are they? What do they do? What makes it sticky? Right. What, how are you going to get sort of the sale if you will? Right. Um, for those that are sensitive to selling, like that's at the end of the day, right. That's the, you know, at least getting a contract. Um, but the reality is like, that's, that's, marketing in and of itself and then there's the communications and all the other marketing fundamentals that go go around it that we can you know you can read from but like at the end of the day like that's it understanding who your target market is and, and going after them 100 yep. percent. so i've taken down these notes uh real bilbo dropping in another one uh talent retention and creative ways to invest in your team to build dedicated long-term uh teams um we, we might have to give Bil real bilbo like a uh <laughs> A production byline credit uh if he comes up with a couple more ideas um so uh, yeah i i totally love that uh next kind of topic uh, we will have a marketing episode next season daydre diamond from cyber sn is going to be coming on talking about the market uh for sure um so another question that i had like around our content calendar and the promotion of it um let me ask this one so because this one kind of fell on me and i kind of you know, I had a tough time with it. Okay. We were every Tuesday at 1 PM Eastern time. We were consistent. We hit it every single week for eight weeks in a row. It was delicious. Now, did you show up to those uh, episodes because you heard me talk about it on simply Cyrus daily cyber threat brief? Did you have the bell for notifications? Were, was it, was it communicated enough? Like, I guess what I'm saying is from like a getting the word out there and making you aware that we're doing this, not, not so much like in your face marketing about how awesome it is and how it's going to change your life, but more about, Hey, this, the show's coming up. We're having this guest, we're talking this topic. How well, how well was that all done for you? Were you guys like surprised when we were live and you stumbled into us and you're like, Oh, what is this? Or were you like, Oh yeah, like definitely next week, Heath Adams is coming on for the people episode got to check it out i'd be really curious about that and if anyone has any thoughts or ways that have they think we could introduce to to improve that to make it better because again at the end of the day i think what we're doing up here is valuable and can help a lot of people save mistakes save time but if we're not connecting with you to make you aware that these things are happening then that's that's a part you can have the coolest looking Right. I mean, I, I guess I, I always used to say like, you could be the smartest kid in the classroom, but like, if no one ever knows it, you're never going to get a job, right? Like y y it's just, it's for naught. So uh, those are some things I have. Uh, Unless you go start a company somewhere and then all of a sudden people notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that is a, you could give yeah. yourself a job. If yeah. You, that's but like, that's the beauty of being in, like, exactly. And that's the beauty of being in this space, right? In cyber, you're constantly flipping things on its head. It's like, huh, how, how might I flip that particular thing and, and go after it a different way, right? Which, which is also part of the show, right? Sometimes there's a topic out there with somebody who just looked at it slightly differently, or in a lot of cases in our world, completely differently and solved it. And all of a sudden people turn around and go, wait, hang on, you were actually solving it that way. Oh, we, you know, the, the typical approach was this way, but generally like in this space, most people have that, you know, <laughs> let's call it distrust of the standard apparatus. Right. And, and want to sort of find the vulnerabilities and holes. And if you're, if you got that entrepreneurial bent inside of that, now you see a market opportunity that you typically wouldn't see that others might not see, right? There's because a lot of people out there that are looking at different markets, but if you see a, a solution to a problem that you otherwise, uh, you know, most aren't looking at and you're onto something, you know it to be true, like that's where the real entrepreneurial spirit comes in and says, all right, great, now what do I need to know to start that? And that's kind of, you know, that's another way of looking at it as well. Yeah, I love it. So some feedback coming in on this particular topic, and uh, I feel like it's, it's very telling. So David Robbins, shout out to David, he says he didn't feel like it was the focus of Simply Cyber, which which is true, but I think it's more in um, the way I presented it versus its truth. 
more of a side project. So I didn't tune in. But once I once I did, I regretted not being involved from the start. So I think I'm going to take that as feedback, David, that I need to be crystal clear that this is another um, project or another, um, I hate to call it a property, but I mean, that's like probably the correct word. It's another uh, you know, initiative of the Simply Cyber Media Group and, and the opportunity to present content. Um, this really is a lot different than other Simply Cyber community content because Simply Cyber is oftentimes directly helping individuals with their cybersecurity career journey, whereas this is focused on cybersecurity entrepreneurship. So there is a slight difference, but um, I do appreciate that, David Robbins. I might need to, um, I might need to dial it in a little bit more and, and make it more overt that we're doing this here. Um, and you can almost say, look, as you're, you know, we've got some guests for next season that are going to specifically speak to what the market's looking for and how to find jobs in there. Like you're just one of them, right? So that's going to be interesting. But here's the beauty of this particular piece. If you're looking for a job, but think you can do it better and have the entrepreneurial spirit, then this is sort of a derivative of that. Like, well, why not consider starting your own, right? And we can have that conversation. So yeah. it's, it is a it is a derivative, but uh, um, and it, but yeah, self employment is hard in the beginning, <laughs> but it is employment. <laughs> it is employment, and yeah. it is scary. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, we might that might be um, that could be like an interesting topic as well. Um, I don't know if anyone's interested in this, but um, like even even with for me in my journey, right? Like I had you know well over a year of like safety net income, and I had okay monthly recurring revenue. And I was still nervous about going all in on my first time. And I've had that conversation with a lot of entrepreneurs about the, like, it becomes real when you quit your job and you tell your spouse and your family that, Hey, listen, like, this is how I'm going to provide. Um, it's a, it's a real, real serious conversation you have with yourself in the mirror. So I, I don't know if anyone's interested in those particular stories, but I think that that could be compelling uh, content as well. Yeah, because it is a different shift, right? A lot of times we're looking for a particular job, right, that we want to do. But in, in, in those jobs, especially with the community here, mostly, I mean, how many people are in, in a job and be like, wow, I could be doing this so much better, but I'm, I'm hampered or I've got a blocker or I've got whatever because of something the organization's doing like that's nothing against broader organizations but sometimes you look at things and you're like i can solve this a lot better that's where we come in right is this area of like hey if you want to think about starting a business somewhere like it's not easy right there are some fundamental pieces that you can go read anywhere about about how to do it but this is where like you know hear from people that um largely have been through it and can sort of talk about some of the, we call them lessons learned. Hopefully they were actually learned <laughs> right, know? right. Um, in pieces, you know, that, that actually, that actually makes sense. Like, you know, like when to hire people, how to hire people, what, what to actually market, how to do exactly say, Jerry, like how to, how to get started with enough working capital, if you're going to bootstrap, or if you think you got a great idea and you want to go on the road and, and, and pitch it to others, how to actually help and start doing that. So there are a variety of different ways, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, it is employment in a certain way. But the really interesting thing about once once you start and you start shaping it up, you become that employer. And so one of the interesting things is like, would you hire, who would you hire? And, you know, would you hire yourself again for this? Because, you know, one of the hard things about being a small business is you want to make sure you're not the blocker for people's innovation or what they want to do, you know, what, what they want to do. I mean, for us, we start immediately with like, what do you want to do? And if it lines up with something we do, great. We have an employment conversation. If not, great. We'll introduce you to people who, um, you know, you might you might want to work with in that particular capacity, right? But it all starts with what you want to do. And sometimes that's, hey, I want to start my own thing. Okay, great. Like, do you want to learn from a small company and branch out later? Or do you want to just go dive in and do it now? And so these are some of the topics we try to address here, right? But it is part of the broader community of Hey, this is all at the end of the day, it's all work for some sort of compensation, which is, you know, employment, right? So how do you want to address it is really the question. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. I've dropped a question in the polls right now. A uh, fun idea. Instead of one guest, I said, would you want us to ask every single guest as almost an icebreaker mm -hmm. question of what their experience was like when they first went all in on themselves? Because it is a major life altering experience. 
let us know in chat. It's a pretty strong 70-30 right now, only 10 votes. Um, I, we also had the question from Uu or UU, whether or not you can get this on Spotify. Absolutely. Every episode is mirrored up to Spotify almost instantly after the show ends. And you can get that in your audio podcast app of choice, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher, et cetera. I push to all of them because I'm an equal opportunity <laughs> inclusive type person. All right. When we come back from the uh, ad roll, we're going to uh, close this poll out and move on to the next question on how you can help make season two of Cyberstarters kick butt and have your fingerprints all over it. We'll see you in just a minute. You chose a career in cybersecurity and you follow this podcast because you're passionate about being at the top of your field. But let's face it, not all training is created equal. Don't settle for boring training that leaves you uninspired. You deserve the best to support your dreams. At ACI Learning, our instructors are legends in the field. Our studios are state of the art. We're always on so that you can be too. We're equipped to pivot and cover every emerging trend in cybersecurity. Because in this fast-paced industry, you need training that keeps up. But it's not just about the expertise. Our on-demand video training is designed to be actually fun to watch. We believe learning should be exciting, not a chore. We offer training in every major vendor and certification. ACI Learning is on it, so you can be too. And don't just take our word for it. See what others are saying on Trustpilot. Real reviews from real professionals who have experienced our offerings firsthand. Choose ACI Learning because support for your cybersecurity career deserves nothing but the best. All right, we're back with season one of Cyberstarters retrospective, uh, you know, event. This is like a scrum stand-up. You guys are helping us make this pretty sick. I love it. Um, so really quick to close out the current poll on YouTube. Would you want to ask all guests about their feelings of going self-employed for the first time? We've got uh, more than half of voting and it's an 80% yes, we would like that. Uh, we might rephrase that, like what you need to get started uh, kind of question, uh, but we'll certainly play with that and I'll add it into the season one retrospective show notes. Um, next uh, area I would like to bring up is... Um, Show format, okay? So Ryan and I, Ryan and I, kind of worked and, and shifted and shaped this. But if you attended any episode this season, you would have seen the same format. Ryan and I openly talking about whatever the show's topic is that day for a few minutes, our initial thoughts on that topic, bringing the guest in and basically driving into the guest for about forty minutes on that topic then shifting over to Q&A with the audience, allowing those questions to be asked. And then finally, a key takeaway segment, essentially distilling some nugget of knowledge that Ryan and I each were able to um, distill from the conversation and from the, our guests that day. Uh, usually I would have one, Ryan would have three because Ryan's, you know, overachiever pushing it, pushing the envelope. But uh, but it was good. True. <laughs> so, so Ryan, we've done eight episodes while chat uh, leans, uh, leans into their thoughts you know, what are your, what's your retrospective of the show's format? Any, any tinkering you might want to do with it or over overhauling? Yeah. I love the idea of sort of that ice, icebreaker, icebreaker up front, right? That sort of same question up front. So I'd be curious to see if that is something that people are interested in. Cause it's always, no matter who you ask an unstructured question to, you're going to get a different answer. And here you have individuals that have been in the space, right? And maybe they answer it in a way that is wildly unexpected, right? Um, and maybe it's a way that actually resolves uh, resolves some problems you're trying to struggle with. So I love that. Um, with the approach, I might, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in favor of that if, if that's what people want to hear, because then you can say, all right, look, we've got that answer. Now let's dig into some of the bigger pieces. Um, I would also say probably a, 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 one of the favorite sections for me really is that Q&A section from, from you all, right? So when you ask the questions and you've got somebody who's been in the space and you can, you have a direct access to actually ask them that question of like, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Or like, what do you think about this? And we got it a lot with the VC stuff. In fact, every episode we got quite a bit. I don't know why the VC one sticks out so much for me because it's, it's a big topic, <laughs> but yeah. like the reality is like, that's kind of my favorite. So I don't know if people want more of that or less of that. Um, but that's sort of helpful because then you get your direct questions answered. So those might be the two things I, I don't know, I might tinker with, but what do I know? <laughs> No, no, it's good. It's good. I mean, I, I liked the uh, audience Q&A segment. I, I do enjoy that. 
I think maybe if I was going to do one um, kind of uh, tinkering, maybe if, if we could introduce some type of clock um, for responses, because uh, a couple times during the season, there were more questions than we had time for. And not that I, not that I don't want the guests to share their thoughts, but you know, if I, if I give you five minutes to give a response, you'll take five minutes. If I give you one minute, somehow you'll be able to still deliver what is it important and valuable, but in one minute. So I feel like if we, if we put a timer on it, I'm stealing this from ACI learning. They, they have uh, Q and a shows and they do a timer and it's very effective. So I like to borrow from shows that I see yeah. that I like and think do a good job. And the beauty of that year is goes for the hosts too. <laughs> I know there's sometimes I went out a little bit of a, Hey, here's my experience. I thought, Oh wait, this is, this is, this is a complimenting the, the guests point of view. Right. But we really want to hear their point of view as well. So we, we, you know, I personally struggle with that as well. So I think that's a good idea. But okay. I like it too. Yeah. All right. So we've got a couple questions here. Um, also, well, here, I'll, I'll ask that question in a second here. Um, I'm just pulling up some comments now. Amish Runway says, having a feature where your guest and your people in chat can directly supply the demand would be cool. Not sure. Uh, it would be. I'm not sure what demand you're talking about necessarily there, Amish Runway, but um, let's see. Uh, Amish Runway said, that question could take up too much time. Oh, so uh, maybe, so Amish Runway saying the, uh, you know, your first icebreaker question, you know, we got to be careful. We don't get a 20 minute uh, diatribe on it. Um, you know, there's two things we could put a timer on. I really don't want to put a timer on the very first question we ask the guest. That's like, not. but, but um, we will have the opportunity to kind of intervene. Maybe we could even uh, preface the guest by saying, Hey, listen, we're going to ask you this question. We ask all our guests, you know, two, two minutes is probably a, a fair uh, time to capture it just to kind of manage that concern. Amish runaway. Continuing to look here. Oh, Amish. Amish Runaway is like going to get the, uh, the, the, the oh. star for most comments, but uh, great. Uh, got a great vibe, Ryan. So you're doing cool. Well, thank you. It goes for all of us. And without you all, we wouldn't be here. So it mostly relies on, on you all and your great questions. So thank you. Definitely. Now, here's another thing that we got. I got constructive feedback from after episode one from an industry professional who works in film. Uh, and they, they said that, you know, you want to make sure that Ryan isn't just kind of like sitting there and right. So we made it an effort to make sure that, you know, cause I do a lot of facilitation and we do want to hear what Ryan has to say. And Ryan talks, uh, and asks questions as well. Uh, two hosts can be a little tricky. So I, I would love any thoughts or feedback people have. I feel like we actually did have a little bit of, um, not awkwardness, but a little awkwardness, uh, early in the season. And we've really smoothed it out as season one has uh, continued and come to conclusion. Plus, Ryan and I had never worked together prior to season one. So learning each other's kind of idiosyncrasies and cadences, um, there's a lot to be said about that. Um, any thought, Ryan? Did you feel comfortable? Do you feel like the conversations were organic and in the shape of the pod itself was good? Oh, yeah. I think I'm laughing at the irony of, you know, starting a startup is the same as starting a podcast, right? <laughs> You're always sort of... You're always, uh, you know, there's a maturity journey, right? As you're sort of figuring out what's what and who's who. And like, it's not that different than starting a company, right? Um, and what I love about it is I think we settled in on a, on a good spot, which is which is good. You see all the reasons for doing it sort of stayed. And then, you know, everyone kind of figures out how things work. And that's the normal, you know, normalization, if you will, uh, of, of normally an organization. So I think it's kind of funny that we think about it that way. Like that's how companies get started. <laughs> Usually a bunch really of people haven't really worked together yet and you're trying to figure it out. So I think, um, I think it smoothed out quite well towards the end, but you know, that's my point of view. I'd love to hear, um, if it showed up on the other end that way. <laughs> yeah. So people in chat, please, uh, drop some Intel there, uh, really quickly. I'm just, I'm going to just address this question. SS Slim Jim, Slim Jim TV is asking a specific question around entrepreneurship. Uh, Slim Jim TV, love the question. Certainly appreciate it. This particular episode is a season one retrospective. We're looking back at season one and the structure of season one so we can make season two 
even better, even more exceptional, deliver even more value to you and the rest of the audience. So I, I, while I won't address this question in this show right now, what I will do is I will capture this. And I think we can add this as another topic for next season. Like we could do a whole episode on this with an entrepreneur. And I think if we, if we kind of tease this out, Ryan, I think maybe an episode on um, handling multiple clients at once. How, you know, how do you do client management? How do you serve all clients as, as they're very special without, um, diluting yourself, I think could be a fun episode. What do you think, Ray? A hundred percent. Cause that's the challenge you have. I mean, you're having a scaling problem as a person of one, right? This is exactly what, what businesses go through when you, you have multiple clients and, and you know, your client to resource ratio is, is off balance, right? When you have more clients than you can actually manage, the question is, you know, how do you do that? And that, you know, how do you manage that appropriately, right? And you can see on one side of it, it's like, well, tell you, you know, if you can't provide the level of quality, you say no to your clients. Um, but, you know, on the other side, it's like, well, can you find people that can deliver the other side of quality? So there's a lot of factors involved in that. Um, and yeah, that could be its own episode in and of itself. I love it. And uh, so SS Slim Jim TV, you asked for a question, you're going to get a full hour. <laughs> so come back for season two, my man. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Uh, we're getting a lot of love here. Uh, Sierra Montgomery, thanks for the comment. You could also ask the guest a moving forward focus-based question. Moving forward focused-based question. I guess, uh, so Sierra, if you can just confirm in chat, I think she's suggesting perhaps a recurring question for all guests around what, you know, what are your next steps? What can we expect from your company kind of moving forward? If that's what you mean, let me know. I think that's a great question. I mean, it really, you know, the guests come on and they are giving their time. I think this would be an opportunity to allow them um, a chance to kind of share a little bit about their business, not just their entrepreneur journey, but their actual business and where they're going with their business. Um, I think that that's a fantastic idea and it gives service to the, those uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah, indeed. And it gives you a sense for, for those listening like, oh, okay, it, it is an evolution, right? So yes, we've largely, by the time we're, we're having the conversations here, a lot of it's retrospective, right? What did you do to get started? What do you think about, you know, whatever the particular topic is? But then the question around, hey, where are you going next, right? Or what are the next next two things that are in your pipeline? Give you a sense of where they are in their timeline because that's really important from a security from a security standpoint, but also from a a, a company standpoint to know, you know, all that's behind us already. Where are we actually leaning into in the future, right? And there's a whole host of things that can come off of that as well because, you know. <laughs> It, you know, once you get into the competitive market space, any, you know, anything could happen. So to understand where they're leaning into uh, and how they're planning and addressing those problems as they show up in life and in the market, which they will, um, would be really kind of fascinating to hear, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Uu here uh, actually says, you know, first time tuning in. So thanks for checking it out. This is a retrospective. So this this type of episode is only going to happen once per season. Uu, just so you know. But uh, do you have an outline that we show the guests prior, or is it mostly based on and feedback? So I will just tell you, um, we we know that we're going to be talking about people in that episode, and there's a couple questions that we, the guests will know in advance uh, that are just kind of like you know, they're, they're, they're just in case questions to make sure that we don't have any uh, dead air on stream. Cause that would be uh, terrible. You definitely don't want that. But like every other uh, production that I'm involved with from a live stream perspective, it is always shooting from the hip and letting to me, I want the audience. I want you to drive the conversation because we're doing this for you. This is a service to the viewer, to the audience. Uh, now, while I, I can have some ideas on what would deliver value, your questions are more informed and more directly related to what you're wanting to know. So I always let it kind of organically develop itself. I've been doing it for about four years and it seems to be working out pretty well. People, people do enjoy it. So, um, I like it. And I'm just sitting next to you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ryan. So, yeah. so the next topic I have, and I will, um, I will start a poll for this one. And for those who have been hanging with us for, for the 45 minutes thus far, thank you immensely for your feedback. This is really, really great, great stuff. Mm -hmm. I, so this one, um, I didn't tell Ryan I was going to do this. Okay. But this one, we have certain stingers, which are like little short video segments that we play 
to transition from one segment to another and to start it. I am going to play, uh, all the stingers are the same. Uh, we changed the name for the guests and stuff. I'm going to play a stinger for a guest transition. It's the same one for the key takeaways transition. Let's just listen to it together, watch it, and then I'll ask you a couple questions afterwards. Okay, so that is the transition. Now, there's a couple things. Uh, the music, do you like the music? And I'll put a question in chat. Do you like the overall vibe of it, the black with the blue lines and the um, the font and stuff like that? I'm not asking for feedback on like Ariel Sands versus, uh, you know, uh, Jobin's font or whatever. I just mean like overall, what's your vibe with that? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I want to know because um, if we want to change it, because it's we're going to lock it in, basically. If you all like it, um, we'll lock it in. I see great music, uh, Ryan. So uh, we're, we're getting feedback already. Uh, they love the, the... I don't know what funk means, but you know, definitely liking that. The music is hype. Great music. Thumbs up. Okay. Um, shooting from the hip is exhilarating to watch. Ah, yes. Thanks, Amish Ryan. Lock it in. All right. It's a go. Okay. Yeah. So... So Ryan, overwhelming positive uh, feedback on this. I will give Ryan Lervik absolute credit for this. Ryan is the one who went off and found the music and got it. I, I did the graphic piece of it. So I guess it really was a team effort, Ryan. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So yeah, and it is It is like when you see the socials, you'll see it lines up. It, um, we're going to have to educate you on funk. But yeah, 100%. <laughs> so you'll see. Oh, which we can. We can okay. share that. Yeah, it's the genre. Oh, there you go. You, you just nailed it. Um, Ru just nailed it. Um, okay. So what's great about this is like um, we'll share. We should share the socials. Um, uh, the person's got some really good. Uh, you'll you'll like. There's like 17 things they've they, they've posted last year alone. I think, and uh, we we picked this one out uh, for cyber starters. All right, so lock it in, everybody. Get used to seeing it. It's locked in. Now the other uh, element we have is the intro. Um, I think the intro could use a little bit of work, okay? Uh, I'm gonna play the intro right now, please. Again, this is important to me. Like, to, to, I want this to be as good quality and high quality as possible. I know this isn't. this is a nuanced thing, but we're gonna use it over and over and over again, and I would like it to, to be good. So I'm gonna just play the intro really quick and would love the feedback. Thank you so much for this great feedback and teaching me what funk is. I thought, for a second, I thought it was like, <laughs> Um, like, can you trick the, the person on stream to say this bad word or something like that? So, all right, here we go with the intro. All right. So that is the intro. Uh, I know there's a little bit of delay between us speaking and you being able to comment and chat. So we'll give it a second. We are getting a lot of love. Um, uh, Sierra Montgomery confirming something that I've always believed that we make a great team. When I uh, approached Ryan and asked him if he wanted to collaborate on this project, I had no doubt that uh, it would be a really, really cool uh, collaboration and opportunity. So Ryan, on behalf of myself, thank you for being uh, such a great co-host. You're on mute. So, speaking <laughs> of great co-hosts, that way I don't I don't uh, interrupt what you were saying. But no, really appreciate it, uh, Jerry. This is great. Like it's been fantastic. And for those that know Jerry and everything he does with Simply Cyber and all the other pieces, like uh, like you're just legit. It's great. You're on the fly. You've got a host of knowledge. Um, like it's it's fun to sort of tap into that and see where you go and how you make the connections based on how broad and how deep you are in, in, in the subject. So it's, it's great to host some of these. So happy to do it. And thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, chat comments are coming in. Love the intro. Poner Joe says, dang, that was nice. Amadou Ba, love it, love it, love it. Uh, a reference to our very own Charles Finfrock. 
I'm a crypto evangelist. I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> nice. I, I don't know if you know Charles Ryan, but uh, he's a he's a regular of the Simply Cyber community, and that that mm -hmm. love it, love it, love it presents itself quite often uh, in the comments. Nice. Uh, so Kathy Chambers says she seconds Kimberly. So Kimberly's feedback says yes to the music. I'd like to see some more flash to match the music in the future, but it's a great job. All right, I'll, I'll connect with Kimberly. Kimberly, who is the graphic artist who makes all the cool stuff look cooler. Uh, I'll do that. I also want to point out we fill or I constructed that intro prior to the season starting. Now that we have eight episodes of content, we could actually, you know, th those um, those B-roll things, we could actually use real content from cyber starters. So um, I think that there's some opportunity for a little bit of improvement. But, but what I am hearing people say is that the overall vibe of it and the structure of it is solid, maybe just a little tweaking, right? That's what I'm hearing. So hopefully, yeah. Uh... Hopefully that's that sounds about right. And by the way, the music is from Sacrifice. So again, we'll share the socials uh, in a bit, but it's pretty neat. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And Ryan, if you drop it in chat, I can drop it on YouTube right now. Um, all right, guys. So let me, let me ask you um, this, y'all. Okay. Uh, Amish Runaway confirming that Ryan is cuter than... Uh, or is almost cuter than me. So sorry, Ryan. Uh, you know, always a bridesmaid uh, for you. That's right. Yeah. At least I'm close. I'm getting closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so one question that I really wanted to uh, get out, y'all. Uh, we cannot guarantee any guest, right? But, you know, the cybersecurity community is small. People talk. There's relationships. Um, so there's chances we could. Are there any guests that you would want to hear from? Is there anybody that inspires you? Is there anyone that motivates you? Is there anyone who you're like, how did they build this business? This thing's awesome. Let me know in chat. I mean, there's all sorts of you know CEOs and stuff, but we're really trying to focus on entrepreneurs, people. You can have a big company. Heath Adams' company has 50 employees now, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a tiny business, but who are the entrepreneurs that you would like to hear from? Because uh, we've got a little bit of time between season one and season two uh, to get these things lined up. John Strand, great, great option. Um, that's a great option. Uh, I will be adding him uh, if I can get him. The funny thing with John Strand is like when you email him, you like you basically you like really have to email him like 10 words or less. And it has to be like a yes or no question. <laughs> Just fun fact. Um, all right. So guest John Strand, I think that that would be awesome. Uh, whoever said that, uh, a John's zero seven, any thoughts on, uh, what you might want to hear from John? Cause John's done am amazing things. He owns like nine businesses. Now he hires people. He's passionate. Um, I, I love it. Um, Poner Joe says Heath Adams, but you know, we already interviewed him, so it would be good. We talked. Okay. Here's another, I'm going to put this as a poll. Keep dropping who you'd like to hear from, but I'm going to drop a poll in. Would you want repeat guests from prior seasons? Okay. Yes or no? Because, and I'm going to ask you why, or tell you why. When Allie Knight came on from Knight Group, she had so much unbelievable knowledge that we couldn't put it in one episode. And we actually talked about bringing her back on. And we were already looking at season two, episode seven for Allie. So let us know if you if that's cool with you or if you you uh, have a problem with that. All right, here comes some guest options. This is really nice. Uh, I really appreciate this. Uh, guest. Let's see. Uh, Professor Messer. Okay. I agree. Great, great option. Um, Josh Macador. Is Josh uh, or Matacor, does Josh... Does he have his own business now or did he go back into the uh, the system working? I, I, I'm not sure. But Lester Nichols, I'm not sure who Lester Nichols is. Uh, I don't know who Lester Nichols is. ACI Learning, uh, Dawn, that's a good call. That's a good call. People do appreciate, um, people do appreciate uh, Professor Messer and uh, coming on again. All right, so really quick, there's 30 of us still here. Oh, perfect. Uh, there's 30 of us here. Uh, 17 voted repeat guests. Yes. 100% voted. Yes. So repeat guests are okay. 
All right. Repeat guests are okay. Ryan, is there any guests that you would like to see for next season off the top of your head? I've got a, I've got a handful. I'm going to reach out to them. I'm not going to um, say it here because I want to see if they'll say yes. So, okay. Yeah. Um, but more interested in what other people want to hear. Um, I've got one or two that I want to reach out to that uh, hopefully we'll, that we'll find the time. Yeah, uh, that would be awesome. Also, um, I want to say, um, I don't know who Tiffin Tech is, but if, if I Google Tiffin Tech and that comes up, then uh, I will definitely try that. Um, here is, oh, wow. Is this what Funk is? Okay, wow. Um, so this is uh, the musician uh, or artist that is underneath the music for our uh, intros and stuff. So music for... Uh, Stingers comes from Sacrifice Funk. <laughs> and there you go. So dropped it. Go ahead and check that out if you are interested. A um, lot of lot of intense graphic artwork there. Very interesting. Very cool. All right. Um, David Bomble. I'll add David Bomble. I've tried messaging him with little success. So uh, certainly try it. Um Oh, cool. Uh, Amish Runaway is going to link to a vid of her. Very nice. Thank you. Infosec Pat. Infosec Pat. Okay. Is Infosec Pat full-time uh, on his own right now? Did he quit his job and go independent? Not sure. Let me know. Shuttle crowd, if you know definitively. Okay. Um, I mean, that's, we got a, a bunch of guests, a bunch of options, um, you know, topics, recurring questions, themes, Things that people liked, a couple tune-ups for the uh, for the marketing of the show, which I'll squarely take ownership of that. Um, and uh, the intro needs a little little polish, but other than that, I think this is pretty solid. Um, Ryan, any final thoughts? Anything? Hey, Ryan, was there anything about this season that like? Uh, and do you have a hard stop at two, Ryan? I don't. I'm good. I was actually looking up um, sacrifices socials. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry well, yeah, and by the way, if you do somehow DM or message sacrifice, do do let them know that you got it from Cyberstarters, um, and that you know it, we're we're repping it right proper. <laughs> we're we're a cybersecurity entrepreneurship and funk uh, podcast. You're, you're gonna keep using that all day, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait until I tell my kids that I know funk. That's right. Um, so, Ryan, is there anything about the season that kind of? Um, itched at you you know it was like just like a little lingering itch or something that you know you're just like ah i'd really wish i had time to do that or i wish we had done this yeah the one thing i think leaving is always the the thought of like did we get to everybody's questions right um because you all take the time to, to, to drop something in chat it's like did we get a chance to address it and we don't always get the opportunity so when i leave it's like oh did we answer everybody's questions Right. Like, did, did everybody get what they wanted out of it? That's really, you know, the more pragmatic, but it's the thing that I think about the most when, when we drop. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. It is, it is, it is challenging uh, to balance the flow of a conversation with the questions. We do love the questions yeah. uh, from chat. Obviously, they certainly help. And I'm much more, uh, I'm very interested in serving the community. So I do, I do appreciate that. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think for me, I loved it. I wish I had a little bit more control over um, the layout. Like we're using this platform restream for the layout. Uh, you can't bring guests in with, you know, OBS and Streamlabs. Like the, the stuff I use in the morning daily briefing where I can move stuff around and be way more in control of the flow. Um, I would love to be able to introduce that, bring guests and you, Ryan, into OBS and then broadcast OBS out. Mm -hmm. But that's just a that's a very technical um, hurdle, or you know, it, it's 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 a it's very technical to be able to do that. It's possible, but there's a lot of a lot more things that could go wrong, a lot more challenges that could be introduced. I do think it could take the the pod to the next level, um, but you know, I don't know if we're going to get that for season two. There's always hope. Yeah, there's always hope. <laughs> you can always try. See what but, happens. But I do think locking it in, uh, locking locking in all this great feedback is uh, exceptional. Um, yeah. What other podcasters be an option, or is this mainly related to guests who specifically started an infosec business? So, 
I mean, if they started a cybersecurity podcast business, I would consider them for the for this show. But this show, Shuttle Crab, the entire intent of every episode is to empower you in the audience to be able to move faster and make less mistakes on an entrepreneurial journey, whether you're just starting, whether you're considering it, whether you got two staff members, five staff members, whether you're looking to be acquired, like whatever it is, we're trying to help with that specific thing. So I think if it was just a podcaster, uh, that wouldn't necessarily, it just wouldn't align with what we're trying to do here. Largely, I think, just to underscore that, it's a great question, Shuttlecrab, great, great name as well. Um, it, it, the, the, the challenge is like how, you know, everybody has a different experience when they've started a business, right? And it, it, that's the nature of business. It's relationship driven largely, right? And so everybody's relationship with different parts of the business and then their market and how they're serving it are all different. Uh, and so what the intent here is really to tease that out, to give those that are thinking about it, or just curious about it, a sense of like, oh, it's different almost every time somebody launches a business. The answer is, yeah, it's very different. Um, there are some similarities, but there's always different. The nuances can be wildly different, even in the same type of business, the same market, even in the same town with relatively the same type of skill sets, right? Um, so... Uh, what we're trying to tease out is some of those insights and things that you don't otherwise get from, you know, search or other other locations. You can say, wow, that's something I didn't know about. Like, I mean, you know, he's uh, work love language still comes up to me because it's like, wow, I, you know, you know about this in life, but you don't always think about it in terms of like what really gets you going during the day. So it's, it's insights like that that we're trying to tease out. Yep, definitely. So uh, we're, we're at time. Um, Ryan, any final thoughts? I do want to share a secret uh, that if you've stayed this long, I will uh, drop a, a, a did you know behind the scenes kind of thing with everybody before we close out the show. But any any um, any final thoughts, Ryan? No, but just a heartfelt thank you. I mean, one to you, Jerry, for setting this up and, and working all the back end logistics to get it going. And, uh, and then a second to the community for just tuning in, paying attention, having great questions and Hopefully we're serving what you need. So really appreciate it and looking forward to a strong season two and looking forward to some good questions as well. So that's basically my final thought. Yeah, Ryan Larevic, everybody. Thank you, Ryan. Definitely uh, connect with Ryan on LinkedIn if you aren't already. He's he's a wonderful person. He's a great professional. He's an excellent podcaster, um, as you can see uh, from this season. I do wanna thank you, Ryan, for being a wonderful host and uh, going on this journey together has been really fun. I don't think I would have done this podcast uh, by myself. In fact, I, I reached out to you initially because I said I didn't want to do this by myself. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted uh, somebody just like you uh, to help me with it, and uh, I appreciate you accepting that. And I'm really looking forward to season two. Everybody, you can expect season two uh, to kick off around uh, May because I've got, um, I've got the thing with the TV show in April, and I didn't want that to disrupt our flow once we kick off season two. So we'll be doing that. We're trying to do eight episodes a quarter. Uh, so we'll continue to hit that cadence, maybe filming live from um, Black Hat, DEF CON, one of the episodes. So that could be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, to all of you in chat and all the audience members who came, uh, thank you so very much uh, for your continued support. You guys always show up. You're always bringing like really insightful questions, great dialogue. Every single time we end the show, uh, the guest always says, wow, like th that audience was smart, like, mm -hmm. or that audience was engaged or wow, like, yeah. this is a really cool experience. So it's because of you that those conversations are happening, not because of what Ryan and I are doing. So uh, a heartfelt thank you. Now to share a, um, a behind the scenes thing or whatever, what many of you may not know is the entire reason that this show was generated as a concept in put to pen, you know, pen to paper was because Heath Adams from TCM security posted online. Hey, is there any resources out there for entrepreneurs to talk to other entrepreneurs to figure out like what to do or mistakes or tips and tricks? Like basically he was asking, like he was asking, is there anything like this? And the answer was no. And if you know why I created the GRC analyst masterclass, then you'll know why I did this. It, it, it bothers me if I don't have a good answer to a good question. Hey, is there a resource out there like this? No. All right. Well, now I feel I've got to, I've got to serve that. So Heath didn't ask me to make this. Ryan was on board as a concept, as a great idea, but that's, that's kind of the genesis of this whole thing. Heath asked the question 
And I, I saw it as an opportunity to deliver value in a space that clearly nobody, nobody's having these conversations, right? I feel like the entrepreneur journey is like a lonely, scary journey <laughs> and it's not fair. It doesn't need to be. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. So little behind the scenes, did you know, uh, we'll have uh, Ryan drop a behind the scenes, did you know, at season two retrospect uh, next, uh, this summer. Oh, got a lot of time to think about that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> All right, everybody. As we round out season one, we're going to put, uh, put, a, put a firm stop on it. Season one's completed. Cyber starters. Thank you. Definitely go check out uh, season one on replay on YouTube or Spotify, uh, whatever, however, and whatever you want to consume it. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Thanks chat. Thanks Ryan. And until next time, stay secure. See y'all. If you got value from that amazing interview, be sure to check the entire back catalog of cyber starters interviews for more tips on launching and the effective business operations for cybersecurity entrepreneurs. You won't want to miss our next episode. I guarantee it. Join the Simply Cyber Discord server at simplycyber.io slash discord to chat with the larger community and be made aware when we go live. We want all your questions answered. Until next time, I'm Jerry for Cyberstarters. Stay secure.